Hey, everybody. Emily Abadi here coming to you live from the AG studio. You are listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. I am sitting here feeling just like really full of gratitude. Uh, I feel like I like overuse the word gratitude on the show. But today, my gratitude, it comes from the community and that I had a hurdler who was signed up originally for the goal setting workshop that I held on Wednesday night. And she wanted to know if she could switch to the following Tuesday, which if you're listening to this on Friday, I still have a few spots left in the goal setting workshop. I would love for you to join. You can get 10% off your spot by using the code grateful at checkout and you can access it by clicking on over to the show notes where you will see a link. (laughs) That was a mouthful. Okay, so I had this woman who wanted to switch nights. I transferred her registration, but she also happened to register an extra time. I noticed that today looking at the list of attendees, and I reached out to her and I said, hey, I see you're signed up twice. Were you looking to gift one of these to somebody else? Like, did you register on behalf of another person. And she said, no, I realized that I was billed twice, but kind of just wanted to do good and let it be a holiday gesture, et cetera. And I was like, that's so kind. Are you sure? She says yes. And so I decide to give away a spot to someone on social media. I ultimately give away two spots. One of the women that I give a spot to messages me back and says, this is so awesome. I'm so excited to participate. I would actually love to buy someone else's spot in the workshop for whichever night they choose. And that was so kind of her, right? Because it was so unnecessary. She just earned herself or was awarded, so to speak, a free spot. And she said, this is kind I want to pay it forward. And I think about how often we have the opportunity to pay it forward in our day to day. Earlier today, an example on my side, I was walking into a bookstore. I got to the door at the same time as a man that was probably 10 years my senior, if I had to guess. And he looked so puzzled when I held the door open and was like, no, go ahead and you go first. Like I had like completely flipped the script on him. And When I was looking at the bookshelf in the bookstore, I actually walked in to get a card. But then, of course, as one does in a bookstore, you get completely soaked up in like the massive stacks of books everywhere around you. I digress. I was looking at a copy of Amanda Gorman's new book when the man came up to me and he said, that was really nice of you. Like this was like five, maybe 10 minutes after I'd held the door open for him. And he was like, I'm going to pay. He literally said to me, I can't make this up you make me want to pay that forward later. It was the smallest act of kindness, but even the smallest act of kindness can make a big difference, period. So I encourage you to take that with you, put it in your pocket, bring it with you into the weekend, maybe do some good for somebody else, and you might be surprised how it comes back to you. My prompt for you this week, my thought prompt for you, what is one thing you can do over the next day, 24 hours, that doesn't totally put you out, but can make somebody else's day? Again, what is one thing you can do over the next 24 hours, which doesn't completely put you out? I'm not saying you need to like donate $100 to charity here, but can make a difference for the betterment of somebody else. And now, a listener question. 
Hi, Emily. My name is Allie, and I am from Denver, Colorado. I just ran my first marathon in New York City. It was incredible. Uh, But now I'm a little lost on how to move forward with my workout routine. I was wondering if you could let us know how you break down your workout when you're not training for a marathon um, in regards to strength training, running, and using your Peloton. Thank you so much. This is a good question. It's a popular question. Congrats on your New York City Marathon. You're right. There's nothing like it. (laughs) That is why I've run it four times now, five times if you count the virtual. Anyway, the workouts. So I am big on goal setting, if you can't tell by the fact that I'm hosting all these goal setting workshops. And for me, it's really, really important that I set some sort of new goal as soon as I kind of recover from the whole marathon shebang. So about one to two weeks after I was done with marathon season this year, I started to look forward to what's on deck for me. And I realized after navigating a little bit of an injury myself, as I talked about on the show, that strength is a really integral and important piece to the puzzle that I want to spend more time focusing on in the coming months. Now, I am signed up for a half marathon. I think it's in April and I'm going to run a 5K at the end of February. But other than that, my sole focus right now is really working on strength training. And so to hold myself accountable, I decided that it would be in my best interest to start working with a trainer. And because of COVID, I felt most comfortable finding a trainer virtually. And I'm doing that via the Future app. Now, full disclosure, I was offered a trial of the Future app, which I'm super grateful for. But all of my feedback is 100% honest. I'm working with this great trainer named Ben. I loved how we kicked it off with like a FaceTime getting to know each other. And we talked honestly about what my goals are, what I want to incorporate into my routine, the equipment that I have available to me. And now every Sunday, I get a plan for the week. And my workouts are usually, I think, three to four days a week that incorporate strength training, which is basically what feels like three to four more days than I had previously been doing, to be honest with you. And uh, in that strength training, some of it will be like a 20 to 30 minute workout, which will complement some cardio for the day. And other days will be something a little bit longer between 40 and like 50, 55 minutes max. And I'm just excited about it. I'm excited to try something new. I think spicing up your fitness routine is a really fun way to stay motivated. Uh, If you're looking for motivation, another great way to stay motivated is by bringing a friend into the mix, which helps with accountability. And speaking of accountability, that is why I love working with this trainer. Okay, I'm like rambling here a little bit. Oh, and one other thing to throw into the mix, I'm probably on my Peloton two days a week, and I'm probably running two to three days a week, which is a big shift from what was happening before. The biggest takeaways here, when you're feeling a little lost in your fitness routine, do two things. First thing, plan more. When you have a plan, when you know exactly what you're supposed to do, when you wake up for the day, then you won't be getting down on yourself that you're not being physically active because you have an agenda, you have something to do. And the second thing is always be setting new goals, even if they're entirely different than the goals that you've set before. Winter is a great time that we snuggle up. We want to stay warm, and that means that we may want to be keeping our workouts inside. And depending on what available gym equipment you have, that could mean that maybe for you, it's a great time to strength train as well. Set new goals, be specific about your goals, and if you need help setting those goals again, 
come to the goal setting workshop on Tuesday night. Link to join us is in the show notes. That's it for this week. I'm over on social at Hurdle Podcast and of course, always over at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. Bye.